You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hi, welcome to Season 7, Episode 37, the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm John, I'm your host, and I'm joined by John Hayden. Yeah, I'm good, John, how are you? I'm good. I don't know why, but the hour I was doing the introduction, it didn't feel like it was right. I don't know why. What do you mean? I don't know, it felt different. Alright, is that because we won? Well, well, it could be that. Um, But I, just just, as I was saying, I was thinking, is that how I usually say it? But I think it is. Uh, but hi, how you doing? You alright? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thanks. How's yourself? Aye, uh, good, aye. Apart from that, lots of, uh... yeah, mind, really. So, aye, uh, good news. Uh, charity bet. We won. So we picked Beric, we picked Ray, we picked Peter Head. Ray came in easily, won 3-0. The other two were a bit tighter. Uh, Beric won 1-0. When Pierre Hale won up in 45 pence, added to the charity pot. So, what knocking in the hour of 700 split was at £671.32. Not far away at all. I, I don't know what in terms of it. It's because obviously, well, this weekend in terms of all of it. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to have a little um, um, look just before you came on there, um, but we'll see what happens later on the podcast. Aye, definitely. Uh, the other pick was Harvey at Lowy, uh, and watch as Livingston won comfortably. Hardy actually didn't score first. He scored third for Livingston, so no use in that one. But he can continue or serve a win. Um, and I, they've only got what one attempt left. Yeah, just one attempt to avoid the tag of the unwinnables. You know, last year it was the invincibles with Celtic. Now it's going to be the unwinnables with breaking bullets of things. So there's your title for next week's podcast if they don't beat um Kuna South. Aye, yeah, good well be. Um, in terms of the leagues as well, St Mirren had the, the wonderful moment of getting to get the trophy as they were playing Morton. Um, so yeah, St Mirren fans have been loving that. I'm guessing the 400 or so Morton fans that were there they didn't enjoy that one so much. Did you see a parade through the, the city? I didn't see the parade at the city, but I saw the, the lift of the trophy and there wasn't a Morton fan in sight, funnily enough. Um, they'd had enough um, but yeah a great moment for, for St Martin. Um you know it's been looking on the cast for a number of months now and yeah they certainly enjoyed their day in the sun and Lewis Morgan his final home game um, signs off with a goal the winning goal yeah I believe that he was winding the Martin fans up a wee bit as well but I dare say the Martin fans who have been giving him plenty of sticks so as I said before if you give it out you need to take it Correct. Uh, elsewhere, the 
Dundee United confirmed up by playoffs. And it's looking likely to be in Fairman to get the last place, however. And the have with two games left. Yeah, I think the odds are good for Dunfermline because even if Kelly do manage to win at Livingston tomorrow and win at Morton on Saturday, um, Dunfermline are at home at Dumbarton and you've got to fancy them for three points um, from that one. So, um, but Inverness, to, to their credit, put in a terrific run. If it just wasn't for the horrific start they had at the, the beginning of the season, then who knows, they might well have been in the playoffs or even further up the table. But it'll certainly give John Roberts and his team... Um, confidence ahead of next season that they can they can actually make the step back into the Premier League but for this year I think it is going to be too little too late yeah I will just fuck sure up uh, I think as well if you look at the Premier League Martin will be slightly disappointed uh, they've maybe invested a wee bit from last season and uh, obviously as well the fact that it's a minimum obviously in the league um, as well so disappointed from their perspective fall quick I think it was maybe a rebuilding job once Houston left um, in terms of Harley trying to build his own team, it could end up maybe once Harley gets what he wants as team. Yeah, it's a big rebuilding job that um, Hartley's got there, but um, he's also hoping that the money that's been freed up from um, Youth Academy, because Falkirk have taken the money away from the youth to um, focus on getting back into the top flight, which in principle I don't really agree with, but they feel as though they've got to do it. Um, so we'll see what it takes. I mean, next season's championship could be interesting, but there's still a lot to play for in terms of getting out of, getting out of the championship and in Dumbarton's case, staying in it. Because they're obviously consigned to playoffs. They'll be hoping to um, you know, come through their two-legged ties in the, the playoffs when that happens. Aye, it's going to be interesting because we go into the final weekend of the season in terms of our leagues with League 1 and League 2 still deciding in terms of who's going to win the, cha- the, the trophy. So, AR, we are looking good for it. Uh, I think at one point there was a five-point gap above Wraith Rovers. It was five points um, two weeks but, ago. So, Wraith are now top because AR slaps up against Aloha, who we did say would have a, play, a, a possibly a part to play in where the title goes because they've got to go to Wraith Rovers on Saturday. So, interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. Uh, and it's still yet to be decided who's getting relegated. Yeah. Queen's Park and Albion Rovers. Aye. Um, incidentally, there is a blog that's going to go and um, I've just finished it and I'm waiting for the um, for Craig to put it on the website talking about the League 1 and League 2 um, in the season, so that'll be up soon. Um, but yeah, Air, if they'd even just taken a point yesterday um, against Allah, they would have been ahead in goal difference. But now you've got a scenario where they're hoping that Allah do them a, a second turn by well, when it starts part, whilst beating Albion Rovers. Um, so it could be a potential... I mean, it could well be that um, there's not much excitement race, just win comfortably and secure the title. Or it could be an every day where... It could go to the last couple of minutes between the two to see which one goes up. Because Air could effectively win and not get promoted, but draw and get that first place if they always lose because of their goal difference. Yeah, I mean, looking online, I was looking at the forums, uh, and the general gist from the Air fans was that if Air don't win the league, that McCall should go. So, don't know. Yeah. Um, 
for the market that week. Obviously, that board, whether they get promoted now or not, I don't know. It's also be a knee-jerk reaction in terms of disappointment. Um, it possibly could be. I mean, they've got to remember they're still part-time as Wraith. I think are still full-time at the moment. Um, but I mean, they have scored 90 goals, so they obviously feel with that the football they've been playing that they should have been good enough to get promoted. But obviously, they've not shut up enough at the back, um, and that's you know the last couple of games when it's been in their hands to win the league. They've then seen that slip and now it's out of their hands. It's a wee bit frustrating. So maybe it is a knee jerk. Um, but okay, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. 26 goals he's got in Moore's Gate 18. Um, two of our favourites from uh, this, the, the season in terms of our charity bet. So, um, yeah, they've delivered half the goals that Air have got this season. So um, they'll be hoping for at least one or two from then at the weekend to get them the win. Uh-huh. So, John, you broke up there. Uh, Shankland, I think, still suspended at the weekend. So, he's not going to be back into the playoffs, as far as I'm aware. Oh, well, won't be picking him as first goal scorer. Um, no. But, yeah, for Albion Rovers, in, the, in terms of um, avoiding relegation, that's a bit of a t- tough one for them to go to. Um, you know, having to go to air. Um, but they're lucky that Queen's Park, who are bottom of the table at the moment, they need to win their game and Queen's Park have won one home game this season and they're at home to Arbroath who have won 10 away from home whose away record's only better by air so it's a tough game I know Arbroath don't effectively have enough to play for but um, they'll still be approaching that very professionally and Queen's Park have got a tough ass to to avoid that bottom spot Yeah, um, in terms of League 2, I mean Montrose and Peter Head have both been in fantastic runs in terms of wins there they're both going for it. Montrose currently are three points better off. Um, Pierre had a bit of a better goal difference. So, yeah, Pierre didn't need to win and Montrose need to lose. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Pierre had to win the league. Yeah, you'd fancy Montrose to see the job through, um, but, you know, you never know what, what nerves can do in the final day. Peter had get um, an early goal and then get a couple more goals and Montrose can't break down Elgin and then all of a sudden um, the pressure mounts and Elgin take advantage of that who knows what can happen the final day but you would expect Montrose to seal it in I think the most recent game between the two when Montrose beat Peter Heath 3-2 has been the deciding factor that's where the three point gap is at the moment um, despite Peter Heath's vastly superior goal difference but what a job Stuart Petrie's done that was a team that um, nearly went out of the Football League two years ago um, and we're actually on my prediction to finish bottom this year, so it shows what I know about football. Um, but he's done a terrific job, and good luck to um, the Gable Indies at the weekend. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll wait and see what happens with the, the Pyramid playoff and all that. Yeah. Just to see what happens. Um, should mention, what's that? I was just going to mention the League 2, um, I mean, the, sorry, the, the League 1 playoffs, because uh, obviously Peterhead and uh, either Montrose or Peterhead and Queen's Park and Albion Rovers will take the two playoff spots but the other two are still up for grabs the third and fourth places um, mathematically Clyde can still overhaul either Sterling Albion or Stenhouse Muir um, the two of which play this weekend if Stenhouse Muir win just one of their games they're fine but if Clyde but if Stenhouse Muir lose um, only take um, two points or less in those two games and Clyde won against um, Berwick then Clyde sneak into the top four 
Um, they could technically still overhaul Sterling Albion, who only need a point at the weekend, but they'd need to win, Sterling Albion lose, and a six-goal swing, so they'll be hoping to stay a slip-up against both Berwick and Sterling Albion this week. Yeah. Um, before we go on to the Premiership review, I just wanted to mention, obviously, my other team that I like, Buckingham at Talbot, um, it was a semi-final, second leg of the semi-finals in the Junior Cup at the weekend. Uh, Talbot went into a goal down from the home leg against Lockie, and the other match was Halford and Wishaw. So, it's an all-way Usher Cup final. Halford went through, uh, they drew one on the second leg, they led from the first leg, and Talbot managed to recover. One 0 deficit from the first leg and one two 0 so they will be going for their twelfth Scottish Junior Cup. So I've got a cup final over to in the twenty seventh of May. Yeah, that's terrific. Yeah, good luck talking like um. Hope they're going to do it for you, mate. Alright. So we'll see what happens. I've been to well, I've been to six finals um, since I started following. So and that's been in the space of ten years. Just been my seventh final. They've won, from what I've been at, they've won four, lost two. So, but yeah, fantastic record. Yeah, hope that continues. Where is the final getting played, do you know? Not confirmed yet. Um, it's a, I mean, common sense would have it in Ayrshire. Um, generally, it's been at either Rugby Park or it's been through at Livingston. Yeah, you'd think Rugby Park would have it this time. Don't. Some people mentioned Somerset, which I think would be better. It would be a really good atmosphere. The only thing would maybe be with Somerset, with trying what capacity Somerset has, um, whether it would be would be alright. Might be, because um, Talbot take it usually a pretty good support to the finals. So Somerset's capacity is ten thousand one hundred eighty-five. Ah, uh, it should be alright. I don't know where. Don't know, see what happens. Um, it'd be favoured as well in terms of obviously it's a natural pitch, but see what happens. Yeah, remember the days it used to be um, shown on Scott Sport for the last game of this, um, their their season. I actually remember um, that was actually preferred to the the Premier League playoff between Aberdeen and Fermanagh controversial one year. In fact, that was shown on Grampian TV. That shows how long ago that was. But um, it's on Alba these days. Yeah, yeah, it's here. It's usually a good day. Usually the it seems to always be the weather's good for it. Uh, I mean, last year I went in the final, but lost out to local rivals going after who won the double. So, I will see what happens. Earlier on this season, the results talk that Talbot are finished. But maybe a bit of a kind of period of transition. They've still got a chance of winning the league. Um, however, they've still got nine games to play. So, it's getting to the stage where by the next play about three games a week. So, it'll be difficult. Um, but, we need to really write them off. So, potential review. Uh, right, we'll basically start with obviously the first game. So, did we start with the conspiracy theories <laughs> that Celtic lost? So that they can win the league. Just, that's a load of rubbish. Yeah. Sure. Really. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, I think where you start is the ineptitude of the SPFL um, yet again. Um, you know, they decided that they wanted to do anything that they could to avoid a Celtic um, title clinching game against Rangers. Um, so they made that the second game. But instead of using their brains, um, they decided to put Celtic away to 
one of their toughest opponents, if not their toughest opponent all season. Um, they were up against the Hibs side who two two draws against them, and Hibs were arguably unlucky not to win one, if not both of those games. Um, Hibs are also going for second, um, and you know we predicted that Celtic wouldn't win the game. Um, at, we both predicted a draw, but we weren't surprised that Hibs won that match. Um, and that's been the subject of some of the latest blog, which went out yesterday, um, having another go at the SPFL. And, you know, they use this whole firm game as their excuse to um, delay the fixtures unnecessarily. And in true Scottish football style, they got it spectacularly wrong. And they should be apologising to um, the fans who they showed contempt for, but they won't do it. Um, and they're just an absolute farce of an organisation. I definitely, but I was half expecting to wake up on Sunday and see online that they changed the game. Celtic Rangers, everybody has a problem. But no, um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah, they lost. It's now going to the fourth last game. And if Celtic win, that's it. Yeah, if Celtic win um, as, uh, and Aberdeen win, then obviously that's it. But if Aberdeen don't beat Hearts, then Celtic just need a point. Yeah. And. You know, our record against Hearts isn't great, so that probably will um, be the case. There, there was a scenario that Celtic still could have won the league, even though they lost on Saturday, but obviously that didn't work out. But yeah, Hibs played very well. Um, they put Celtic under a lot of pressure, pressed the midfield. Um, two ve- very well taken goals. Good cross by Lewis Stevenson for the first one. McLaren finishes. And then the second one, I can't remember who crossed it in. Was it McLaren at that point? Or Kim Berry cross for Sleefka? I mean, the second goal I thought was terrific. It wasn't just the... Yeah. Uh... The cross. It started off Paul Adam was just outside his box. Um breaks away and McLaren gets it. No minute. Is it McLaren that gets it? No, McLaren gets sub first Lifka. Camberry gets a cross in and yeah, Slavka scores. Um, so great team goal um on the break. And yeah, Celtic just really, really struggled. And the only real chance I can't really think oh, Roderick's had a couple of chances. Probably should have done better. Um, aside from that, they didn't really offer much. And I know maybe people will point out to Dembele been out, but Hibs had Scott Allen out, they had McGregor out. Um, so they were without players as well, weren't Yeah, and, and Celtic uh, started only his fourth game of the season in the league. So, and Celtic yeah. brought in Lee Griffiths. You know, it's not exactly a bad replacement. And they did Ward coming on later, who's obviously scored. So they can't pinpoint Dembele being a loss. I know Dembele's been good recently, but they had the embarrassment of riches to come in. Um, but Brendan Rodgers, to be fair, he came out and said that Hibs deserve to win the game, and I think that sums it all up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Celtic fans certainly would have been pleased. That, well, not pleased that they didn't win the title on Saturday, but they would prefer to rub Rangers' noses in it, let's be honest with you. Well, I definitely, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't see it not happening. I can't see the only thing like you can compare it to is obviously down south, Man City played Man U, and uh, there was a whole half, half-time team talk where you said don't let them win that against you. But I don't know if this Rangers team has as much about them that those people are doing that. We'll see. You never know. Um, yeah, well, strange things have happened in football, but I'd be very surprised if Rangers got another draw there. I know they got one earlier in the season, but. Um, I'd be very, very surprised if they got another one. But a draw might even be enough, depending on our result. Um, as things stand, Rangers need to win that game. Um, not just to stop Celtic doing um, 
the title against them, but to keep them in front for second place. Yeah. Because Hibs are right in there. I mean, you would have to say that Hibs are the form team out of three just now. Yeah, that's what I think. I think Hibs are the ones that I would make his favourites, which probably sounded daft where they were um, before the weekend, but they're on a good run of form. And capable of taking points off all the other teams in the top six. So, yeah, I would still say uh, like a fan. Um, they've obviously had the most difficult game out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, it'll be interesting, but at least, I mean, we were obviously, well, you were quite confident of a victory for Aberdeen Saturday, but I wasn't, um, and I was glad that I was proven wrong in that game. Um, but boy, did we need that reaction um, yeah. after Hibs um, after win, because that put us under a lot of pressure. Um, yeah. But you were there, you can talk us through it. Yeah, I was there before. Got that just a follow-up to the kind of the blog, obviously last from last week. Uh, some kind of more information about Aberdeen's season. Fourteen times failed to score. Uh, last season was scored ninety-seven goals. And prior to the game on Saturday, it was sixty-six goals. And prior to the game on Saturday, we'd not scored in five of the last seven away games. Um, however. Unbeaten in something like 19 games against Kamarik. Um and Kamarik had lost 15 out of the last 16 games. So for whatever reason, it kind of seems to figure out how to play against Kamarik, whether it's whatever manager they've got, because Clark is the only team that he can't beat. Yes, it's a weird one. I mean, I thought they'd have ended that run, but. I think they had a couple of injuries to be fair. They had Malumbu and Jones out, um, and McDonald wasn't playing either. Um, so they had the selection issues. We had Shinny back in, Logan back in, McLean back in. Um, yeah, it made a difference. We, we lined up slightly differently as well. Um, McLean was kind of more advanced. I would say, much as we were playing with, with it was very much that uh, Stuart and Christy were looking at cutting as much as the game. Kamarik made the game very compact. Um, especially if Jones isn't playing because they've not got any kind of real natural width. So they started actually, similar to ourselves, we had to play Reynolds at left back um, because Constantine was in. They had to play Finlay at left back because they were short numbers in midfield. So Greg Taylor was playing in midfield. I've seen it said that Kelly were playing three at back, but I would have said no, it was definitely four at back because Taylor was that far pitch for them at times. He, he, he definitely wasn't playing as a wing back, I'd say he's more playing as a kind of left of a three in midfield. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for whatever reason, it, it suits us playing against that kind of style. I mean, for all that Kabarica again, rave reviews and all that, I've yet to, I, I've only really seen many games against Aberdeen, but I've yet to see them play that well. Um, so, yeah, crazy one. We started off really well, though. Um, early free kick, should have went ahead, McKenna header. Kwanik um, had maybe I would say a 10 minute spell in the first half where they threatened um, kind of power, had a kind of long range effort aside from that there wasn't too much of maybe Brophy from outside the box McLean had given a wee hint to what was coming later on uh, while on drain strike again McLean was terrific I mean we mentioned it before since he announced he was signing for Norwich he's been fantastic for us and definitely kind of key player for us that's in double figures for the season. Scored in every game that rugby part of the season um, against Kilmarnock as well. So it was all good. Uh, Dominic Ball um, 
obviously came under criticism for the Scottish Cup game. Generally, times I've seen him in midfield, he's been pretty tidy. It, it makes you think whether if he was willing to be maybe a backup player, um, getting the kind of occasional game, whether he'd be whether I would be interested in giving him a deal or whether it's a case of no, maybe not consistent enough and they won't bother. I don't know. But in midfield, again, I thought he was really tidy. Him and Shinny just give that bit more protection to the defence. Allows McLean to be a bit more free as well. So, I don't know. I'd imagine he's not going to sign a new deal, but there has been a few times he's played in midfield. I thought he's played pretty good. Um, Craig Stewart, again, at times... Looked alright, but it's just I think it. I think teams are too they're too aware of how to play against him because he's not really going to go outside. He's always wanting to cut in. Um, works hard. Again, I don't know whether we'll keep him. Whether we'll try and get him that season. Need to wait and see see what happens. Um, but yeah, go back to McLean. Best ball out wide. He's got no right to shoot from there probably. Uh, hits it really nicely. Uh, I think Fasten should have done better, but yeah, one 0 And after that, I would say we controlled the game really well. With another chance for Logan, um, long range effort just before half time as well. Uh, from Ryan's point of view, would get booked, so he's going to miss the Hibs game. Um, in the co- so after the collision with Christie and O'Donnell, he ended up getting booked. Uh, Difficult one to say whether O'Donnell should have got sent off, would you think? I'm, I'm not sure, to be honest. I think um, a couple of bookings were maybe enough there. It's a shame that we're going to be without McLean for the Hibs game because that is going to be a loss, especially the form Hibs are on. Um, and we showed that when we were without Shinny in the game against the middle of the season, that was a, a big loss. Um, so we'll need to wait and see. But um, yeah, come back to this. I, don't, I think it was all handbags, to be perfectly honest. And, um, maybe they were all affected by sunstroke. I don't know, but it was such a lovely day. Oh, I, yeah, I, I got a wee bit of sunburn. Tell you, yeah. Um, <laughs> the second half, Kowalik again. I wouldn't say they offered that much. Boys hit the post, um, and then May again, good free kick. O'Connor ahead, and then Morgan fires in the rebound, and the lovely celebration that comes as always yeah. for that. So. Do you think it was a free kick? What's that? Do you think it was a free kick? Mm, possibly not. not I do sure. think it's something he's to snap out his, uh, his game. I've said it before last season. I think he, he goes down too easily. But I still think he would deserve to win anyway. Um, but yeah, it's something that he can need to look at. But Shea Logan certainly enjoyed his goal. He was very bad stick from the fans. And you know, Shea is such a quiet retiring character. <laughs> He obviously never gave any of anything back. McLean, he was kind of quite wound up as well. He was quite enjoying it, um, which was good. And it took, the actual only time I was a bit worried was we made the sub, whereby we brought in Rooney for Christie, and I thought things were going well. I didn't see any reason to do that. But it worked out all right. Um, still, Killer didn't really offer that much. And then later on, Mackay Stephen came on, and he was the out ball. Um, we had a couple of is was pardon me. Um, Shinny probably could have done better at some point in terms of cutting it back. And then it was the time Mackay Stephen was through. I would say it was just shoulder, just good defending from 
Yeah, Kowalik, I think if it was a lot of the end, I wouldn't have been looking for a pen, I don't think. Yeah. You nearly said good defender by Broadfoot, but you couldn't bring yourself to say it. Um, but yeah, I th- the one with Shinny, he certainly just scored, but um, no, we just certainly took a, a two-goal win at the start of the game, given Kowalik's home form um, and given our recent cup exploits, obviously, and the Hearts game before that. So yeah, it was good to bounce back straight away. Um, now we need to you know, keep that form going. I mean, traditionally we've not been great in the top six. Last season we reversed the trend a wee bit. Um, but we need to um, make sure we win this week. Um, yeah. And, you know, up against the Hearts side to came in for a bit of criticism yesterday for their approach. Um, although had they drawn 0-0, Craig Levine wouldn't have given a job. But, um, you know, looking at that game, Rangers were without doubt the better team deserved to win that one. Yeah, I think um, compared to Aberdeen, the pleasing thing, the most pleasing thing I think was the fact the team performed so well. I would say the I would say McLean probably I was man in the match, but it was a good team performance. There wasn't really there wasn't anyone that played badly. I mean, we were worried when I seen the team sheet in Reynolds, you were like, like where is it? Is it back three or who's playing left back, whatever? He was kind of steady at left back, um, played well and uh, it was pleasing. Yeah, May was... again can't fault May's work rate, um, and he was he was good at term. His delivery from set pieces was really good. So, aye. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that, that was interesting. Look at this season, and actually Aberdeen only two points worse off than what they were at the same time last season. So it just shows again. It's we've talked about Celtic setting standards what they've done last season but McKenna's has set standards in terms of what we do because um, for all we've been criticised last season we're not far off where we were last season and just one one win against um, Celtic or Rangers or parts of that matter and we'd be better off than we were last season and like it's probably of course just we got to the two cup finals obviously yeah I think there's a couple of factors I mean I think given the fact that the squad's had a bit of a transition that's actually pretty good going um, obviously this time last year we had a healthy cushion over um, the teams below us I think um, the reason why there's been a bit more criticism is because A, record against the top 6 teams Barca Manic has not been good enough um, and also some of the sides around us have improved like Rangers have improved for as much as they've had criticisms Hibs have obviously come up and been um, steady Kilmarnock have shown improvements um, and Hearts have improved drastically from where they were under Ian Cathro. Um so got to take those factors into consideration too but and we've done very well to be where we are but you know you know what us Aberdeen fans are like we're, we're greedy um, we've don't let him slip and you know finishing second would certainly make it a, a decent season um, and hopefully we can do it yeah well we last season we finished on 76 points so if we were to do that this season, I would say we would probably finish second again. Oh, we will finish second again because we need to win all four games to get to that total. In fact, beat it, it would be doing. Um, but, you know, the way the fixtures have worked out, as I said last week, um, we're one of the very few teams that can have any complaints about the split because we've now got three home games. Um, you know, one against Hearts, who obviously... Um, they're tough not tough enough to crack. And then the two against their main rivals below us, Hibs and Rangers. Uh, if we win those games, we will finish second place um, and we can 
take it easy going into the last day. Um, and then Rangers and Hibs can fight it for third. But it's going to be difficult. Um, we need to improve big time in our record. I mean, I know we've beaten Hibs twice this season, but we lost the most recent game and they've improved big time since January. Um, they've all, they haven't lost a game since January and that was to Celtic. So, yeah, it's going to be a tough last four games for us, but who knows? Um, so, Sorry, John, what was that? You cut off see, again? We've lost four games at home this season and they're like mm-hmm. five away. So actually the record's not much different from home or away. Yeah, the other thing as well, probably as well as not scoring enough, um, has been the fact we've conceded more this season as well. I would just come to defence, but uh, we'll see what happens. Need to be hearts on Friday. Yeah, definitely. And I was saying earlier, hearts, um, they didn't play well yesterday. Um, I think there'll be a wee bit more adventures against us this week because um, they tried the all-out defensive tactic and. Whilst it worked for 45 minutes, it certainly made for an absolutely boring match. Um, but then it just took one little mistake at the back and they were punished. And then they had to start attacking. But Rangers yeah, I mean, played that quite well. Yeah. Interesting change um, by Rangers by dropping Cum- uh, so dropping out Morelos for Cummins. And I don't think Morelos took too kindly to that, but Cummins proved his worst by coming in and scoring. Um, he's not really hit the ground running at Rangers like most of us thought he would, but then he's not always had the chances either, I don't think. Yeah, I think a lot of Rangers fans are frustrated by the fact that he's not had more chances. Um, especially as Morelis started the season really, really well, but the second half of the season he's certainly not been as good. So, I don't know whether maybe Cummins will get his chance in the, old, in the, the, the game on Saturday. Sunday even, sorry. Because Morelis hasn't only can do it so far against um, Celtic. Yeah, it's a big call for um, Martin with that one. Um, but it was ironic that Daniel Kendias was talking about, um, you know, being you know, being part of a, a team at the weekend, weekend the team was United um, a week after storming down the tunnel and a half. Um, yeah. But he played well. Kendias, yeah, when he's on, on form, is one of the better winners in the country. And um, he took his goal very well, and he showed good composure to set up uh, Cummins because in that position it would have been easy to just try the turn and shoot and shoot. Yeah. But he saw Cummins in a better position, just laid him off for an easy tap in. Yeah, but yeah, at least though he's responded in the right way, can't be us. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, I was assuming Marty and him have probably spoken about what happened um, in terms of the storm out tunnel, but he's come in, set up a goal, and then he scores. Mm-hmm. It, definitely, he's a he's a very positive player. Um, and Murphy looked very good yesterday as well. Um it's him that set up the two goals and um showed they can use his left foot as well. You know, remember talking about the middle game and couldn't understand why they were letting him in on his right foot to have a shot. Well he got the chance to put a whip and a ball on his left foot and he played it perfectly in for Kindias's header and obviously had his hand in the first goal as well. So Rangers were hoping to keep hold of him. Yeah, I think they were I mean I think out of all the the loan signs, I think he would be the, the number one that they want to kind of buy in. Um, the others I've spoken about before, I don't know if they'll be, be many of them, they'll, they'll decide to keep. They'll see what happens. The, the latest news is today that they're close to signing that pre contract with Scott Arfield in midfield, which could be a decent signing. Um, he's obviously had plenty of experience down south, playing a decent level. Um, 
we'll see what happens there. Yeah, that would be a good signing. And Arfield was one that I felt should have had a Scotland Cup and obviously get fed up waiting um, and decide to play for Canada and good luck to him there. But yeah, he's been a solid player for Burnley. I was actually quite surprised that he's not no longer getting a game, but then Burnley are doing well and they've been spending some of the crazy money that's been going about in England and um, he's found it difficult when they've spent money on better players. But no, he'd be a very good signing for Rangers um, at 29. Um, brings a good bit of experience and maybe quality to them. Yeah, I seen Rangers report there was four, just over forty-seven thousand at the game. That like a fair amount of empty seats. Uh, I know they include season tickets. I think in the, the numbers, but I don't care. Don't know. Yeah, they did. And they didn't create the same noise because there was a silent protest going on. Um, you know, I don't know whether these things are the right thing to do, um, but. They obviously have the right to do it, and they were obviously that annoyed at the the capitulation they got in the semi final. Um, but they'll be hoping that they can bring in a much better performance than what they did at Hamden that day. And I noticed that Mur- Murray didn't say too much going into this game. You know, he's trying to keep it more low key, and I think that's the way to be because obviously they um, they shout shouted from the rooftops um, when that semi-final draw was made, and we're real confident going into that league game at Ibrox. And it's just come back to bite them in the, the backside big time. Um, so I think you for them it's best to keep it low key. What was that? Uh, you always feel sorry for him. Uh, he obviously has landed in this position by default. Um, at times he's done alright. Obviously the games against Aberdeen, he, he outthought uh, McInnes. Did well, but it's just obviously not having an inconsistent bait because inconsistent enough basis. But I don't think you can just put that down to him. I think you can put that down to the players of the club as well. Because they've not performed under Coutinho or Marty. No. Or Mark Warburton before them. Um, but there's no question that he's got them in an upward curve um, since uh, you know the disaster was Pedro Cusinha. Um, you know, because their performances have improved. They've, there's been identity to their game. They've been scoring goals. Um, there's been a couple of games where they have come up short, like the the games against Celtic, the game against Hibs uh, in January and the game against Kilmarnock. Um, but interestingly, they've only lost two away games this season, so that might help them in good stead going into um, the game at Parkhead this weekend. Yeah, that makes you think then what's the problem at home. <coughs> Is it due to maybe a bit of unrest in the, the ground? And, don't know. It could be a combination of that, or they're, um, they're not comfortable, uh, um, the players are not comfortable with the uh, being the heavy favourites and the expectation to win um, but you know they've got a good enough record against us so we need to do something when we play them at Pataudry um, and they're still favourites for second place we've got to acknowledge that despite what people have, the, the criticism that they've had um, but as for Murray I don't see him keeping the job longer term anyway I think we spoke about it last week because King made the statement before the, the semi-final um, that you know, pretty much hinted that Murray was not getting the job and they didn't win that semi-final so the likelihood is he'll, he'll not be the Rangers manager come come the summer Yeah, the other name that's been mentioned now is Graham Potter that's it is it Osterhams in Sweden who's um, in Europe this season Yeah I think that might be too left field for some of the Rangers I think they need to um, look for some more established although some of the established will cost them money Um who knows what's going to happen? Um, they keep saying Frank De Boer, but I can't see that person. I think he'll be holding it for a, a European club with more money. 
um, it's fine, but yeah, it'll be an interesting summer to see what happens down in um, at Ibrooks. Yeah, I don't know, I went right off the board in terms of because of what he's done in the last two jobs where he's barely lasted a month. Um, so, I wouldn't be surprised at that one. But I don't think, it's hard to say whether it'd be a good appointment or not. Yeah. Um, and he wouldn't have the same money well that he worked with before. He wouldn't have the same money that he had at um, his previous clubs, and I include Ajax in that, um, where he also won a uh, couple yeah. of titles. If Arfield's signing a pre-contract, he's not going to be coming cheap. Um, I don't imagine Murphy wages will come cheap. The, the one thing you could say is if they're getting them on freeze, then it's not bad business. Because um, the whole thing with David Bates, obviously he's going to Hamburg. And people are worrying, oh, he was after X amount a week. Well, he was after X amount a week, but if you put that into context of what his yearly salary would be, in terms of maybe the cost it would be to replace him, mm-hmm. is it, was he asking for a lot? Yeah, I mean, he was just asking to be in line with a first-team player. Like um, When you see the wages that Bruno Alves is taking home, and he's not earned his money properly at all, as we've discussed before, um, then... You can't blame David Bates for wanting to um, for taking the better offer and going to try something different than going to Germany. Um, so I hope it works out for him and that if he makes his name there, he would be a good addition to the Scotland squad as well. I potentially, yeah. Um, so you predicted that last week, Partick Thistle versus Hamilton. Yeah, I had a feeling. In the week that, yeah, yeah, you did have a feeling, I. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the week they announced that uh, John Lambie stand. As well, so fitting. And um, Newland scores his 100th goal. First party this player to score 100 league goals. Really? I don't know that, but I'm not overly surprised that is the case. Um, no, I, that was another thing that I said is that this is where they need to start playing someone like Chris Dillon, a proven goal scorer. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't looking good at, at half time, it wasn't looking good for him at all. They were one down. David Timmel were nicely taking goal. Um, and it could have got so much worse at the start of the second half. Racky Springham, if he doesn't take such a dreadful touch, he's in for 2-0. Um, and then the other striker, I can't remember his name, um, he also passed up a good opportunity, Chernod as well. And then Hamilton's defence just disintegrates. And no, um, a team that plays a back three and they leave Chris Doolin free in the middle of the six-yard box. Um, well taken header. And it's not great defence for sitting back. Terrific strike by Edwards to get it through rocket bodies. Um, and it's just the one that Thistle needed to hopefully turn their season around because that's them now off the bottom and they'll need to take that momentum into the weekend because they've got a, a third trip to McDermott Park but that was the scene of their only away win in the league and it was the scene of their victory in the League Cup against them as well so they were hoping that that's a, an omen for them and they can kick on from here and they badly need it I think it's probably Probably a decent game for the Har as well, because we mentioned before, obviously, St Johnson are only really playing for position. Um, I don't know whether there's much difference between 7th and 8th place. I, I did hear, uh, obviously, I was talking in sports, you know, the difference between 2nd and 4th is 500,000, um, which gives a difference to your wage budget, probably, or maybe in a signing. Um, the other big thing from the part of this Hamilton game was probably Hamilton should have had the penalty for Cherry on, on ball. Mm-hmm. Um so that could be, could be very different at half time. Yeah. But fair play, this will get the win. Mm-hmm. Um, and aye, we'll see what happens. It was as if but, the luck that went against them early in the season um, 
just sort of suddenly went for him in that one game and it couldn't have happened a more appropriate time. But as for Hamilton, six games in a row now they've lost. And they tend to do this, you know, they go like seven, six games um, where they don't pick up a point and then all of a sudden they get a win from nowhere. So who knows if this run will continue for them or if they will pick up that, that win that they desperately need in a crucial game this weekend. Aye, well, I still, I still think they will be all right. Um, just as we said, proven court and distance, but maybe they can't keep on getting lucky. Um, the big top sets, uh, bottom sets match, even the grudge match. Uh, fair few comments from Neil McCann in the press conference. I mean, Tommy Wright. In a way, I you kind of go, ah, he's, he's an idiot and all that type of thing, but sometimes maybe it's good to have a bit of a grudge match, a wee bit of, Something a wee bit interesting. Um, his comments went off border. I mean, it should be forgotten about. I, I, you don't know. I think basically, I can saying that Tommy Rice had grass, I would say. That, that's the, the general gist of it. Um, and that he wouldn't, he wouldn't be welcome at the end of Park in terms of speaking to him and all that type of thing. So, yeah. I, I get that it's good to have needs on the game, but I thought Neil McCann went over the top. I thought he was completely orderly's. Um comments saying that Tommy Wright's not welcome and he's at Dens Park I thought that was completely bang out of order and yet again the media don't really criticise him for saying that whereas if it was like Anil Lennon for example it would have they would have definitely um, jumped in the bandwagon um, I just thought Neil McCann was petty um, childish um, but and it, it added um, interest into what was um you know, pretty. Meaning, uh, I'm trying to think where I was going. With that. Um, it wasn't real much a game for St Johnson, but it was a crucial one for Dundee. But to be fair, Dundee they got they were the ones that that came out on top. Yeah. Um, crucial win. Perfect start. The fault free kicks not dealt with. Only minute. Um, and then Musa scores a deflected goal. Mm-hmm. Um, hard, I think it was a hit in the initial shot. So he get criticised not running a goal for not scoring goals from open play. Um, he scored some vital goals for him in the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. So, he's responded to his Yeah, definitely. Um, and he took his second one very well. Um, when it looked as though St. Johnson were good enough to um, to get a point with McLean's equaliser. Um, they were unlucky before that with Sean as hitting the bar. But credit to Dundee, they dug it out. And that looks as though it probably will be the one that secures safety for them, um, effectively. Because they're now five... Well, they're still Clive Five with this on their six clear of Ross County now, so yeah, it's it's looking good for them. I mean, they could easily get dragged in it, but you'd imagine they're going to be safe now. Ah, you would think we never know when this league is the bottom or the bottom and I struggled badly at times. Ah, I think they'll be all right. Um, as I say, I still think Hamilton will be alright. So I think it's between Thistle and County, but you never know. Um, depends what happens this weekend. Yeah. Big games to be played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think for St. Johnson, um, the se- season looks like it's just going to peter out. It's not been a great one for them. They've not been able to get in the top six because it's been stronger sides this year. Um, but they'll just be looking to get to the end of the season, see what budget they've got, and yeah, who knows what will happen. But Aye, it's been the home form that's been bad for them. Uh, their away form's been. 
well, the away form has been enough for them to be top six, but the home form has been dreadful. Um, so, struggled for goals as well. That's been a big thing. Yeah, and they're now losing yeah, the players. Aye, they will. Um, so, aye. But maybe again, I mean, they, they've punched them up their weight for a few seasons. Mm-hmm. Oh, aye. I mean, they've got the third lowest budget in the league. People forget that. Um, but they're putting their... Um, what what little budget on to well for the last few years it's been on um, quality it's been good enough to get them in top four top five um, but this season they've not been able to replace good players like Danny Swanson um, Michael Halloran has started the season well but then he got injured and didn't really kick on went back to Rangers um, so it's, it's getting harder for them replacing quality players who just move on for nothing um, so yeah it'll be interesting I think they could be involved in a a battle to stay up again next season, but um, they've had a good run the last few years. So, and if Tommy Wright stays there, then they've got every chance to punch above their way even further. Yeah, definitely. Um, the final game for Ross County against Motherwell, you'd have thought there'd have been more goal bug faction with County obviously trying to stay up, but I there wasn't much really in the game. Motherwell kept an unchanged side from the. The semi-final, so McHugh didn't come back in the team. Uh, um, but yeah, probably I think they deserve to keep the same team after the performance against Aberdeen. And count, I suppose it's another game without a loss, which is something because that's four out of the last six. Um, they've not lost. They've had a win in three draws, so yeah, it's some for them to build on. No, that means I they have definitely got stuff better. A clean sheet as well, which would be pleasing, but. Uh, I don't know, is it too little, too late for them? Massive game on Saturday going to Hamilton. Yeah. Um, I think that's a crunch game. What was that? I think that's a really crunch game for them. In fact, the next two games for them, because they're away to Hamilton and they're away to Thistle. Um, I think anything other than a return of um, four to six points, and I think they're going to be in big trouble. Yeah. In fact, you could argue to say that they, they need the six points in the two games. Given that particular way to St. John's, I'm not saying that's an easy game by any stretch of imagination for the Thistle, but um, it's certainly a winnable away game for them. Um, so Ross County really can't afford to, you know, fall further behind. They need to keep themselves in there, bring Hamilton in there. Um, yeah. If you look at form, you would say Ross County are favourites for the game on Saturday at Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this time of year, form goes out the window. You're fighting for survival. Aye. It's the stage of season we don't care how you get the win, just as long as you get the win. Um that's that's all that matters at this stage of season. They've got to show that they're up for the battle. Um Partick showed a bit of that at the weekend. They didn't necessarily deserve to beat Hamilton, but they got the win and that could be the thing that kicks them on. Hamilton we know are more than capable of battling to get to get victories without playing well. So Ross County need to do the same. Yeah. Um, something that I wanted to mention before we go into predictions um, it's more back to the Scottish Youth Cup final on Thursday at Hamden uh, Aberdeen involved half seven kickoff um, against Hibs Hibs won the league um, Aberdeen beat Kermarik in the semi-final Bruce Anderson hat-trick Hibs beat Celtic on penalties Hibs well, I certainly went to the game as favourites they've got a few players that are featured in the first team squad um, like Shaw and Porteous so I'm 
Yeah, let's hope it's a it's a cracking game. Um, you know, Habs have obviously won their league, so they'll go into the game as favourites. But you just never know, and um, hopefully Aberdeen can, you know, uh, they they won the the youth league a couple of years, under twenty league a couple of years ago. So um, hopefully they can win this trophy, um, and hopefully there's a few gems in that in that squad that can come into the first team and do well. I know Dean Campbell's in that team. That's probably the standout at the moment. Yeah. Uh, he was actually warming up on Saturday. He wasn't on the bench on Saturday, but he was warming up. Um, I know of a couple of guys I've seen in Bio, the centre back. Um, I think he's supposed to have kind of something about him. Anderson as well. Um, there's the Ross boys as well. So aye. see what happens. Because obviously the last time Alan did well, that's Lyle, you know, winning a trophy, most of the team actually got released. But there's been a few. That have been kept on that season so far, and there's more to come. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, the standout of that team was was Shankland, um, but he didn't quite kick on when he got in his opportunity in the first team and probably found his level at um, League One, but then Championship, and that's no harm to him. Um, but um, no, it just shows that just because you're doing well for the youth team doesn't necessarily mean you're ready to step up. Um, but hopefully, there is a couple of gems. I mean, we'll just need to wait and see. But yeah, hope it's a hope it's a crying game and hopefully the Dons can get some trophy this season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so predictions we have given Friday. Aberdeen against Hearts. Aberdeen are four to seven, the draws fourteen to five, Hearts are nineteen to four. Aberdeen have not scored against Hearts this season. Um, however, I think that'll change on Friday. I am going to go for two one Aberdeen. Well, I'm going to go um, almost complete opposite of you. Um, I'm going to go by 0-0. Oh, 0-0. Hope I'm wrong, because um, I was wrong last weekend, so let's hope reverse psychology plays part, but that's just my instinct at the moment. Um, Saturday, there is four games mentioned earlier, the big, big game in the bottom sets. Hammond against Roskilde. I think it must be on TV after a pick-off. Uh, it's in Sky. Um, so Hammond are 6-4. The draw is twelve to five, and County are thirteen to eight. Um, I'm going to go with Desmond. I'm going for Desmond. Um, yeah, I'm tempted to join the fence. Uh, I'll go for one all though. But uh, um, Hibs against Kowalik, big game as well. Um, but. Most of our big games because they are looking to obviously stay above Kabarik, but yeah, push on for a second. Um, Kabarik looking to get back to winning ways. I would say probably Kabarik now without the European players. I think they needed to win on Saturday to have a chance. Um, Odds wise, you have Hibs at 3 to 5, the drop 14 to 5, Kabarik at 22 to 5. I'm going for a draw, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go Desmond this one. Um, it's quite disappointing you saying that because I thought um, Hibs were going to be a possible for the charity bet, but we can wipe that out. But I'm going to go to win Hibs. It's just come up because it come on its record against all these teams, um, yeah. and also as well, I think. I'm out now, so. I no, I will stick with the draw. Um, Motherwell against Dundee, Motherwell 21 to 20, the draw 12 to 5, Dundee 12 to 5. 
Yeah. Think? I think Dundee will clinch survival. I've just got a feeling they're going to do it um, this weekend, and I'm going to go win nil Dundee. Well, you think they'll win? Um, I don't know. They've not been consistent enough. Dundee. I'm going to go for Motherwell to win. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. Aye, Motherwell went two one. Have a round one of your potential picks for the sides of things there. No, uh, I just think that he hasn't been consistent enough, I think, from week to week, you just don't know. I know Motherwell, that's for him, hasn't been as good, but you know, I just fancy when I'm going for cup places, I may want a reaction, but only drawn at the weekend. So, Last um, up Saturday, St Johnston against Party Thistle. St Johnston are 65, the draw is 94, Thistle are 11 to 5. I'm going to go for Thistle to win 2-1. Um, I'm going to go 1-0 Thistle. 1-0 Thistle, yeah. I think St. George won just would like the season to be over, probably. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I still wouldn't put him in a charity bet, though. Yeah, me neither. Um, yeah, I fancy just yeah, get back-to-back wins. And then, uh, last up on Sunday, we're going to regain um, Celtic versus Rangers. Celtic are 1-2. Draw is 33 to 10 and Rangers are 19 to 4. I'll go 2 0 Celtic. Mm, I'm going to go 3 1 Celtic. Okay, that's fine. So, if we look to the lower leagues, do we want to go for unless 5 to 4 at Morton or too tight that one to call? The only thing that's put me off that is because Calithis will get this midweek game tomorrow yeah. night and I think it might take a lot out of them. Um, although Morton's form hasn't been great recently. I just think Inverness might be one game too many. Um, the only game that's stuck out for me so far is Arbroath away to Queen's Park. Arbroath are 21-10. Um, I did have Hibs but you've scuffered that but that's fine. Um I mean, it's going to be tough this weekend, whatever, because there's that many teams in the lower leagues fighting for something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do we think Aaron at Kenyon Beath 11 to 10 might be a shout? Or, or do we think Kenyon Beath will sign off to win two seasons with a win? Mm, that could be tempting, actually. Um, not the Kenyon Beath one, the Aaron one. 11 to 10, you say? Because um, if we went uh, with a double of our growth in Aaron. Um, it returns £65.10 and a profit of £55.10. I'm going to actually not go for Aaron because I've just checked their away form and they've lost a last six away. God. So, we may be sad that. Yeah. Uh, see, Mottman throws in Peter Header and they were packing because they're both 1 4. But I suppose I. It's half tempted for Falkirk to sign off in style against St. Murn because they just beat them recently. Ah, uh, it's difficult. Yeah. I think Dundee and I. Yes. There's no point picking Queen of the South. Um, I thought I thought about Airdrie, but they've just lost their last game. Airdrie are 64 home to Forfa. Um, 
trying to see. Air is home for has been pretty decent. Four far away form is not great, so we could go by air too. That would return £77.50, profit £67.50. Who's that, ARJ with what? Arbroath. Arbroath at 21 to 10, ARJ at 64. We could just go for a 2 aye. Aye. I think we'll go with that tonight. And what about the first goal scorer? Go to Carlster? Yeah. I'd go with that. Right, cool. Get the odds by him later in the week. Uh, Olaf and did see in Scottish football. Ian Maxwell has been appointed as the, the chief executive of the SFA. Yeah, it's not exactly a surprise. It took them long enough. He was the favourite from the outset. Um, he's done a good job of part of this. Already structuring their business model and they've been running quite well. Um, so, yeah, wait and see. But at the end of the day, um, whilst the SFAs run the way it is, doesn't really matter who goes in there, but good luck to him. Hope he proves a lot of people wrong and comes up with good ideas and manages to force them through. Yeah, ideally, yeah, getting the clubs and the national team on board all together and common sense. And he's a football man, which is good. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, well, we'll just need to see, but. Honestly, any time we talk about the authorities and how the games run, um, the level of the podcast just goes down. Yeah. Uh, I've not had I didn't have a pie on Saturday. I did say I wasn't going to have a pie. Um, I went to Domino's afterwards. Nice. Uh, that was good. A pizza pie. It's not, it's not a pizza pie. Yeah. Can't even talk about pies. I, I, I did have a Marcus tonight for drinking. Did you have a dollar drink? Nah, I had a um, cherries and berries. Diluting, so. Cherries and berries, I think. It's good. Yeah. That would have been milky on that choice, to be fair. Mm-hmm. So, bye. I shall speak to you next week then. Yeah. Cheers, John. Cheers, John. <laughs>